Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Bob, and you're about to listen to the final part of the season of skepticism of Weird Tales and the Unexplainable. First of all, I hope you've enjoyed this uh, different series. It'll all be back to normal next time. Um, but I'm just letting you know, uh, you may have noticed it on this series in general. It's become more and more noticeable as the series has gone on, especially on this one. But we have some issues with uh, Tiss's microphone. So uh, we'll get that sorted in the break and hopefully next time it will be sorted out. But we are aware of it. You, there is a slight buzzing. I've reduced it as much as I can. But um, when Tiss is speaking, you can hear a slight buzzing underneath him. But you may have noticed that on the other episodes anyway. It's just become more and more noticeable as the series has gone on. But yeah, we're going to address that during the break. The other thing is uh, the plan initially for this run of episodes was to have a guest on every episode. Due to some last minute problems, there is no guest on this one. But actually, I think we make the most of it and we get a lot of listener interaction. So anyway, that's this episode. Uh, Enjoy. And I'm not joking. I've wet myself. And now for a tangent. Hello and welcome to Weird Tales and the Unexplainable. I'm your host, Tiss. My co-host with me as always, Bob. Say hello. Hello, this is Bob. Beef, say hello. Hello, this is Beef. Cool. Uh, what are we talking about today, Bob? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting. That's why I wanted you to introduce the show, because I was going to see if you actually knew what we were talking about. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, okay, so it's the final part of our season of Skepticism. Um, you've been with us through the journey. We talked to Rick. We talked about Skepticism in general as a discussion episode. We spoke to Emma, and we talked about who we were and um, sort of comparing ourselves now to our relationship with skepticism and the show when we first started five six years ago uh we had zara on last time where we talked about who we are now as people and how we feel about the podcast and skepticism now and finally this time we're talking about who we will be we're looking to the future Uh, unfortunately uh we have had a last minute change of plan we don't have a guest in this episode because these things happen it's um the wild world of podcasting but it might be quite nice just to have us three to reflect on the series and um it's easier for my edit as well 
<laughs> but the, but the listeners have like come out in force. To be honest, like there's been so mm. many responses from listeners that we've got a lot of that to work through. We've got some stuff to talk about. We've got some stuff to reflect on. So I think we're gonna manage it on our own to cap off this series. Just um, just the core team. Yeah, it will mean that we can actually address some of those questions which we wouldn't have had the time to do otherwise. Which is which is really nice. Yeah, so if people have got in touch with us then. I was thinking that. Back to them. I always wanted to have some of the listeners' responses on this one, and I thought, oh, we're probably not going to be able to get through that many if we've got a guest. But actually, we can sort of pile through them, I think, and talk to see what some of the listeners have been saying. Um, but yeah, awesome. What have we learned, guys? I think it's been interesting that actually, um, we. We've kind of gone on this journey, all three of us, haven't we? And sort of discovered that we've we've not really changed an awful lot. No. Um, I was quite surprised that um, I, I didn't think I'd changed as like I don't know. I just remember listening to that first episode for you know for when we were talking with Emma. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I I was really surprised by the first episode. Like we, the way we do the episode hasn't really changed very much. Um, and. Uh, I suppose the way I feel about scepticism probably hasn't changed as much as I thought. Mm. Um, but it was just interesting to go into it as a journey and just sort of explore it in that, um, you know, it's probably the world around us that's changed. And we've just got older and more, you know, we've experienced more, all three of us. And all three of us have, um, you know, moved on a lot and life has happened and that's probably shifted our thinking a bit. I definitely think what you say about the world around us, that's come up quite a lot. And I, I think we were thinking we're getting burnt out on this stuff um, because of all the crap in the media and all that shit. And I know we've all three of us have said we we don't use social media a great deal anymore because it was just too depressing, all that stuff. And um, I think, actually, when I listened to the old episodes, like you said, for the one we did with Emma, it did sort of reignite a little spark because I could hear how excited we were. And I could hear, when, especially when I listened to Tiss's first conspiracies one again, I was like, God, we're so excited by these conspiracies because mm. these conspiracies are fun. And when I was listening back to them, I was like, they're still fun. There's still fun stuff out there. We've just got to ignore like the the boring shit that's out there at the moment and the tiring idiots. Um, mm. Actually, there's still a lot of fun in the shit we talk about. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's maybe the subjects that we explored. So I think we you know the first like when you think about the conspiracies the conspiracies we looked at were like um we're not saying that the ones we looked at later on were less fun but we looked at the ones we found more exhilarating first so and then the more we looked into them the more you learn about the world of conspiracy and the sort of people that are involved in 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 that so yeah i just think it's we've just become more experienced yeah, it's the fun stuff that they used to do X Files episodes about. That sort of stuff is the stuff yeah. I'm still like excited by. Yeah, definitely. What about you, Tis? What have you learned? Yeah, I guess I guess echoing what you guys said, we haven't changed that much. Definitely burnt out, but uh, I'm I'm going to try and find some fun conspiracies. I mean, what do you think the episodes going forward? How do you guys see uh, your episodes going forward? Tis, you it's like you read my notes. It's literally my next bullet point. Ah, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? For me, I'm having this sort of off season where we sort of analyze ourselves a little bit. I feel like 
we felt like there was so much to analyse. And actually, when we broke it down, like we said, there kind of wasn't. It was kind of like, actually, we're still just us. And all the listeners said the same stuff. Like, oh, you guys are just the same. And they, a lot of the listeners said they've been listening to old episodes and all that stuff. And, and they really didn't see much of a difference in us. And I... Like I said, when I listened to the early episodes, I still felt excited about the stuff we were talking about. And it was like our excitement was palpable on those episodes. So for me, my episodes going forward, it's almost just like back to basics, baby. Like I want to do some of them topics that we never managed to do that we said we wanted to do. And oh. <laughs> <laughs> that cat noise. Love it. Sorry. <laughs> I really hope that got through the recording. Sorry, did you hear the cat? Yes. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> it's, uh, he's, he's trying to get out the cat flap. Well, I know we said we didn't have a guest this episode. We kind of did. The special guest figure over there. Yeah. Yeah. He'll come back in a minute. <laughs> I could hear him batting the cat flap for ages. Just like, bam, bam, bam. Yeah, bam, I was bam, sorry. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> it's really annoying. He's doing it every night at the minute. It's driving me crazy. That's funny. He's, he'll come back and do it again like in a minute. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I lost my train of thought, unfortunately. So you you're can... saying you're going to be back to basics? Yeah, back to basics. Good fun. Like some of mm. the, I think sometimes the newer episodes we feel so hard on ourselves for like doing. Well, maybe this is just me, but getting the research in and like I suppose yeah. after the popularity of the Warrens ones in particular, like Zara said, I was like, oh, I really have to get this research down and make this right. And when I listen to the early ones, it's so like casual. We're almost just a listicle podcast just like what do you think about this what do you think about that and just chatting and the conversational mm. aspect i think yeah people liked then and they still really like now it, it gives room for tangents yeah definitely yeah definitely i think um i think i'd agree so i i would love to think that i could get back to um maybe some more spiritual subjects mm-hmm. um so yeah cuz i kind of did a lot at the beginning not having a clue how long we were going to do this podcast for and thinking I'll probably only be doing like a few episodes and then either you guys would ask me to leave or we just would stop doing it like I never imagined we'd still be doing it six Mm. years later Mm. so I rinsed a lot of uh, material and then I guess kind of thought oh it'd be really fun to look at like Yeti and 9-11 9-11 and other conspiracies you know surrounding events like that um so I think I'd like to try and get back to that if I can but I think like you it's just drawn my attention to the fact that we've probably um like in, in an effort to try and make the pod as good as we can we've kind of made it a bit more um not rigid but we've just probably been a bit more focused and and Actually, a lot of the early episodes were just, it was like weird news every week. It was just like really lighthearted. Yeah. And I think I've been quite surprised to see some of the comments on Facebook this week that people yeah. love it when we go on a tangent. And yeah, they love it yeah. when it's just chilled. And um, I think maybe we've had a few incidents over the years with people telling us we need to get our research right. And I think we're conscious to try and like adhere to that and try and get research right, but also... You, you want to hit the sweet spot, don't you? You want to get the balance right. I think you're right about that. That like, I think that's what made us feel more self-conscious about getting the research right. When we had like this vocal minority, every now and then they'd be like, oh, you're totally wrong about this. And it made me mm. go, God, we can't put out the show if we're 
talking absolute crap. We talk enough like crap when we go off on tangents. When it's the actual topic, we have to get it right. And it made me feel mm. really under pressure to like really put in the research. And it's like, well, you know, I've, I have a job. I'm studying a degree. And then this is like a third job on top of it. And it's yeah. in that side of it stresses you out when you're trying to get an episode together instead of it being fun, which it used to be. And actually, I think a lot of people don't really care when we get stuff wrong. Cause no, I don't think so. <laughs> like, not saying no. we should have researched. And actually, some of the re- topics that we have really heavily researched because we were into them. I'm thinking mm. like the Warrens episode and like Tiss's Tupac Zodiac. Yeah. Which is a really great double episode. It's not like, oh, they become too rigid. I still think there's definitely room for those more like research topics if we're passionate about them. But mm. I yeah. think we'd have to like not be so stressed out about like, oh, has to be like the best episode ever. Because some of the episodes that people cite as being ones they love, I'm just like, that one? I sort of whacked that together out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, definitely. Um, so that's me. Yeah, back to basic. I still, it's kind of a middle ground because I do think the stuff we've done in the last couple of years has been great. Mm. But I also love the charm of the early ones. I want like a middle ground of that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, what about you, Tess? Going forward for your episodes? Yeah. Just, just. Um, yeah, I'm thinking like conspiracy theories, but like fun ones, and like like you said, yeah. just light-hearted topics. Um, probably more than one topic per thing like ones that are so small that it's like um it's it's not a whole episode per topic but mm. that means it's not so much pressure for one topic to hit the nail on the head you get like a yeah. few different stories mm. few different conspiracies yeah because if if the other two aren't aren't biting on something you can go well, okay you guys aren't that one what about this yeah literally i'm more of a grab bag we used to do that we used to bring too much stuff to the table and we're sort of like okay well, we'll save those for another time yeah 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 exactly i think some of the best ones i've done um like yeah it's it's you, you want the best of both worlds so fake spear <laughs> You know, I spent a lot of time talking to Rachel and did some some research myself, and that's probably one of the episodes I spent a long time on because it amazed me that actually, you know, there's some there is some stock to this, um, and it's not like, you know, Shakespeare never existed or that he was a complete fraud. It was just amazing to be like, oh, actually, like you know, he didn't completely write every single play. Mm-hmm. You know, to to discover <laughs> what we did about Christopher Marlowe was amazing. Um, he didn't write yeah. any of them, bruv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I didn't think um, he actually existed. Bruv. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it was also fun to do. Yeah, so Yeti was fun. And I probably didn't spend more than like an hour on that. And some of the other ones where I've not spent very much time. You know, Witchcraft as well. I enjoyed doing that one. And I didn't really spend a long time researching that i just sat for because most of it like you say we've all got jobs so we've got to like cram in Mm. you know a couple of hours here and there and that's it that's pretty much all we've got time for um so i think it's just getting the the best of both isn't it it's adjusting the show that it's still fun for us but still want to make it something the listeners want to listen to i don't want to put in no effort because it's just like well we'll keep going because you guys want us to and it's like no effort and we just sort of turn up and dance a jig and walk away no it's still effort yeah i still mm. want it to be good like um um I'm trying to trying to think of an example i, I don't know I, I can't remember what, what sort of track i was going on with that but i still want 
the listeners to enjoy what we're putting out. Like, for example, so we, I know, I know where I was going now. So we said, okay, we used to do it every week and we had like all the time in the world. Beef didn't have a kid. I, my, I had like less, I didn't have studies. Beef didn't have his studies. We were doing less. Tiss had less work, all this stuff. So we was just like, yeah, we'll meet up once a week and we'll record and we'll talk about shit and all this stuff. Then when we got busier, we said, look, guys, listeners, we don't want to stop because you, we got so many listeners and you all like, don't want us to stop. So, to, for us to keep the enthusiasm, it has to go like every other week. It can't be weekly. And people were really understanding. We didn't get any shit from listeners about that. They were happy that we're still making the show. And if it's every other week, so be it. Then when I moved away and I started studying and all this, that and the other, I was like, I ain't got time to edit this all the time. Give us a month off every now and then. So we, and we eventually settled into the, pro, the schedule we have now where it's two months on, one month off. And it works. It's great. Mm. and that amount so if that's kind of what i'm saying if the listeners put up with that stuff to keep the show going and for us to keep our enthusiasm i'm pretty sure they'll be happy of us to be more tangential and relaxed if we haven't done so much research for an episode it, it's the same thing it's making compromises to make the show keep the show going and it mm. won't actually end up feeling that we've made a compromise because if we didn't make that compromise our energy would sap and the shows wouldn't be as fun but if we make that compromise yeah. Actually, we're going to have a bit more energy and a bit more fun, and the episodes are going to be more fun. Yeah, definitely. And I think, yeah, I think the listeners will get mm. that. And the listeners we've got yeah, now, definitely. like, we don't promote the show anymore. We have enough listeners. <laughs> so the, the <laughs> yeah. listeners we have are loyal. They're like diehard, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so grateful. Um, and, and we always forget, like we said, we always forget how many people listen because you, when you're on social media, I don't interact with podcasts I love on social media. Not everyone does. So you sort of post something and you, you've got like sort of the usual suspects pop up and interact and great. Love it. And I'm like, Oh yeah, we got like these listeners. I mean, it might be like 15 to 30, maybe a bit more like regular voices that crop up and stuff. And then more mm. if you include the emails and stuff. And then if you include Twitter and all this stuff, but it is, I recognize the names. And then when I actually remember like, oh yeah, that's a tiny fraction, like a tiny percentile of like the amount of people that actually listen. It's a bit eye-opening sometimes to remember, oh yeah, there are thousands of people that listen. Yeah. Yeah. Which is amazing. And like you say, I don't think I have ever contacted any hosts of any podcast that I listen to. And I, I listen to quite a few that I really like. Yeah. So and that yeah, so it's amazing to think that we get people that actually contact us. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. So um, I put out a thing on Facebook yesterday, last minute, because I knew we weren't going to have the mm. guest, and I thought, okay, let's get some listener listeners chipping in. So I, I asked people on Facebook and Twitter. I said um, we're preparing to record the last part of the season of skepticism, and we want to know what do you want from us and the podcast going forward. Mm. Um, and I said anything at all specific or general do you, what do you want more of less of do you like the tangents or not are there any particular topics or topic types that you like do you like it when we have guests do you like it when there's outside recordings do you like listener stories and I just let them go at it and send some stuff mm. so and there was some stuff that like everyone said the same thing well, that's cool yeah so this should give us an idea so we know what the listeners like going forward. And if you do disagree with any of this, please feel free to get in contact with us as well because we'll still take it on board. But it might be fun to um, go through some of these now. So uh, one thing that came up again and again and again was listener stories. People love when we do the listener stories episodes, but we haven't even done one this year. We hardly ever do them. We've done like mm. one a year. Yeah, they're fun. We've not done those for a long time. Yeah. And I was really surprised how much that that came up. Um, 
So I'll just use everyone's first names in case they want whole names on it. But uh, Wesley, I love listener stories. Joanna, more listener stories, please. Rocky, listener stories is great to listen to. Like again and again, the listener stories kept coming up. So maybe that's something we have to do more of. I I always think, oh, do people want us to talk about that stuff? Because it's us just reading emails. But apparently people love those episodes. Yeah. I f- well, I think it gives everyone a chance to... Uh get involved and um yeah exactly i guess it's fresh stories isn't it it's like those stories probably aren't anywhere else maybe mm. i think what it is is they like tiss's reactions <laughs> yeah oh i think maybe like it's where we don't really we don't tell each other what we're going to do so maybe it's a bit harder to get listener stories like frequently because it's a surprise generally for for two of us every time mm. we record. So maybe. I, uh, well, I don't actually read them when they come in. When I see it's a story from a listener, I generally mm. scan to see it's a story. Then I favorite it. Then when we go mm. to do a listener's stories, I pull out all the ones I favorited. So because I, I don't right, want it right. to be like I already know the story. Right. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh well. Let's let's do more of that then. Let's see if we can we can do that more often. I think from demand, like next series, we'll definitely do one. I'll put, I've got plenty of stories in the bag. And listeners, you know, you like hearing them. Send us yours as well. Get involved. Like I have loads and I just pull them all out at random when we do a listener stories episode. So keep sending them because it all just adds to more episodes in the future. They're quite fun to, they're quite fun to read out as well. Cause often, you know, Bob, you are, you know, you're, you're the guy that goes through our emails and, you know, you, you let Tiss and I know when we've had. Um, stuff from listeners which is really cool but it's always really good to read firsthand you know those um yeah the stories when they come through and yeah it's always always good fun for us i think in particular because we know that you've you might not have read the whole story but you've you know like you've got the gist of it yeah you've I, probably I seen the title them, yeah. and yeah so they're fun to listen to they're fun to be a part of and yeah yeah let's definitely do one yeah we'll do one next series they, uh, what I think the thing I like about them as well, when we first started doing those type of episodes, we called them ghost stories and we just use ghost stories. But then we started getting like cryptic sightings and all this stuff. And I was just like, yeah, let's just have it more of a general thing. And I think that made it a lot more fun because you get all sorts now. Um, so yeah, people who like them, there'll be one coming up next season. I'll put, I'll put some emails together for that. Um, another thing that came up again is the tangents. Mm-hmm. Everyone hates them. They want us to stay on topic. Um, <laughs> no, everyone, Jake, keep the tangents. Uh, John, tangents are great. Tiss's one on rice cookers was gold. <laughs> I, <laughs> he's not the first person who said they love the rice cooker talk, and I don't remember what we talked about rice cookers on an episode. <laughs> I don't remember. I know my usual spiel, so I probably know yeah. what I would have said, but I don't know when that was. Thing is, I know we've definitely talked about rice cookers a lot. <laughs> I'm on that 24-7, boy. <laughs> <laughs> when we're on this chat, we talk about them a lot. I can't. I didn't remember that any of them actually got through to an episode. Oh, really? I normally would cut them out. But yeah, apparently I left one in and, and pe- multiple people have said they loved the rice cooker conversation. It's <laughs> such a strange conversation to ah, like. Is it me trying to convince Beef to get one? Is it something like that? It might probably, be that, probably. or it might be when you're talking to us about making sausage sushi, or it might be when I was talking you into it and winning you over. We've talked about them so much that I don't know which <laughs> conversation's gone to the episode or not. 
I'm not going to get a rice cooker. No, it's a, it might have been us trying to convince beef. <laughs> They're amazing. <laughs> no, it's all right. I'm sure they are, but I don't want one. I don't want one and I don't need one, so you... I'm not going to get one. Right, Love them. Used mine last night. Hardly ever eat rice, but if you eat rice a lot, then I'd imagine they're very handful, handy to have. Well, I'm, most of my cooking is Indian cooking or Asian cooking, so I'm always cooking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, some sort of rice. My tummy can't do Asian spices, and Rachel's mouth can't do Asian spices. <laughs> <laughs> so that <laughs> puts so a between lot of... you, it's just a write-off between uh... you. Know? <laughs> yeah. And neither can Joel, actually, and I can't be bothered to do, like, two or three different meals when we're cooking dinner. So You've brainwashed just... him. He loves it. No, he doesn't. <laughs> That's brilliant. Um, yeah, so John continues, Tiss's is, is one on rice cookers was gold. A Stonehenge episode could be quite interesting. I haven't, I've never considered that. That, I, that might be a good one. What, for us to go to Stonehenge? Oh, even, well, an episode about it or to go there, if you want us to turn it into an outside recording beef. <laughs> just drive past it like everyone else does. Yeah, it's wave it out of the window, driving past Stonehenge. Um, anything ghoulish or spooky is fun. Uh, maybe Project Kronos. I don't know what that is. I haven't got a clue what that is. I'm making a note, though. Uh, Project Kronos, Kronos, or whatever, Kronos, however you want to say it. So thanks, John. Um, Alex. I thought you said Project Corona. No, not, no, 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 oh, no, Corona. Um, no, 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 Corona. <laughs> My Corona. Oh, Corona. Okay. Next one. Uh, Alex, I know it's a bit of a Marmite subject, but I'd love more weird news. Anything that gets you guys laughing. Amazing. Yeah, weird news. We should probably do in a weird news next series as well. Definitely. Tiss loves weird news. Didn't we do a weird news? No, I can't remember. We'll do a weird news soon. It's been a while. We'll do another weird news soon. Mm, we'll, either, we'll either end the year on one or ring in next year with one. But we'll do one soon. Uh, there's been more votes for listener stories, so that's going to that's gonna win over this time, I think. We could do a whole series of listener stories and they'll be sick of them. We did one sort of around New Year last time, which was like some of our favourite stories from the year before. Well, didn't we? So we'll do that again, for sure. Mm. Um, what else have we got on here? Elliot, might not be a full episode's worth, but love to hear your take on Geff the Talking Mongoose. Geff or Jeff? Geff. Well, J-G-E-F. So I suppose it could be Jeff. I don't know. G, depending on where you're from. insane. Would you, do you know anything about the Talking Mongoose, Jeff Geff? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> that sounds like a Tiss episode. I, I don't know anything about it. He has sent a Wikipedia link to, with more information, so maybe we'll look into that. Um, yeah. Oh, hang on a sec. Someone actually responded to that. So it's Alex again. Um, I read about Geff Jeff in a children's encyclopedia when I was young and have had a weird curiosity about him ever since. A great little topic for the Weird Tales lads. So that's two votes for uh, Geff or Jeff. That's bizarre. So, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, Peter, the more tangents, the better. So a plus one for the tangents. Um, and more outside recordings would be great. Mm. So yeah, I try and do some, I'm actually planning on doing one fairly soon. Um, if I have time to research where I'm visiting, but, um, I have got a few ideas 
now I live in Yorkshire, there's a lot of cool places I can drive to in Yorkshire to do it. Um, so I might do a few more of those. I know some, I had some messages from other listeners saying like they would love it for like all three of us to do, try and do some, but it's hard. It's hard enough to coordinate Skype, mm. let alone being in the same place at once. And when we are in the same place at once, we want to kick back. Like the guys were in Leeds like not two weekends ago. We didn't record. Yeah. So. You shouldn't have told them that. <laughs> no, <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. It's, you know, we don't really see each other. I know this is obviously we're talking to each other right now, but it's not the same as, you know, when we get to really hang out with each other. Yeah. So, um, but maybe we could try and work in like a bumper, um, bumper weekend, like Friday to Monday and just do, yeah, we could do some recording somewhere and, and have some fun. I would love to do some... We've, we've been talking since, like, right at the beginning about going to Borley Rectory, about going to the Ancient Ram, about... But even last series, Tiss was saying he wants us to go to a haunted house now. He's like, oh, I want to go now. I don't care. Yeah, I'm down. So, yeah, maybe we should visit <laughs> some places. What was the place you re- mentioned last series, Tiss? Um, Clop Hill. Clop Hill. That's, so maybe, Clop Hill? That's really scary, though. Oh, you, Is it? So you... Tis, you've got your mojo back. It's scary because loads of people like block you in and like oh. fuck with you anyway. Because it's famous. It's scary because of real people. Yeah. Oh. Just That's what, not the same. Well, drug addicts or Satanists? Um, I mean, I couldn't comment on their addiction uh, problems, but uh, yeah, from, from maybe. I don't know. Are they doggers? Just people. <laughs> just, just like dudes. Oh, I, th- I can't remember. I, I remember last time we went up the lane and then I think people came up the lane behind us, but then I don't know if there was commotion or whatnot. I can't remember how we got away, but I, I seem to have a bad memory of it. Is this based on one experience you've had? This is based on one experience. Yeah. But I've heard a few people say <laughs> that they've had the same, a similar experience where... Right. Really? Yeah, because teenagers or... It's, it's either a location to go and fuck with people or a location to go and experience something scary. So there's two types of people heading there. If you meet one of each type at the wrong time, then then that's when things happen, isn't it? <laughs> Do you mean Clop Hill is in where they have the Clop Hill climb? It's near Flittick or near Ampthill. Oh, I don't know. Then maybe not. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's quite close to Mount Keynes. Uh When I say close, like oh. 30, 40 minutes. I don't know about Aylesbury, <laughs> actually. Aylesbury might maybe be we should, outside. Maybe we should do a Weird Tales Investigates dogging. Mm. And we all just got Dunstable Downs with a recorder and just like tap on any steamy windows and ask them about the what they're up to. <laughs> dogging. <laughs> ask them what they're up to. <laughs> 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 um, is it illegal? No, that would be good. I'm. I'm also now. Now I'm not working in education. I'm less restricted as to when I can take holiday. So. Oh yeah. It doesn't have to. I I can take holiday off in term time now. So. Oh, so the trip that we've been talking about, which I won't mention. <laughs> that that is a possibility with your new holiday timetable. It's a possibility. Rachel looked into it for me. Yeah. And um, I don't think she was as bothered as no, I thought she might I be. I mentioned it to Rick after we said about it, because I was like, yeah, he, that's the sort of thing that Rick would know about. And he was like, oh, I, I, he's like done loads of research into it. And he was like, no, it's totally safe if you do this. And um, he, he had done all sorts of research. Really? Yeah. So. Probably wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Does believe in ball lightning, though, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not a trustworthy source, Rick. 
Woo woo. <laughs> anyway, we'll leave that as a mystery for the listeners in case it ever happens. Um, we have a yeah, a cool idea for a trip if you want outside recordings. Um, yeah. Yeah, move on from that because I forgot about that and I've just remembered it. Um, okay, so where was I? Um, oh, this is uh, carrying on from Peter. So um, outside, more outside recordings, outside recordings would be great, work permitting, of course. So kind of what we said. He also had a question. So next time, from next series, we said we're going to start question of the week to replace listener of the week. Um, this is the sort of thing that would work for question of the week, but let's just do it now. Uh, question. If the TV show had actually been made, so this is a kind of look into the future, like a what-if alternative future, if the TV show had actually been made, how would your perspectives and lives have changed then? So what would our life be like now if the TV show had gone forward? How would our perspectives and lives changed? I genuinely don't think we would have went forward with the TV show. Do you think so? I, I, I know so. I know for sure. I think we would have been offered it and i think we we wouldn't have done it i think it would have been something about the creative part or something about the fact that we'd have to have gone to america for it i don't think it would have happened but well you think we would have not been shills i don't know i think i'd have gone to america if they were gonna pay for it yeah i'd have gone to america i think i would have taken a free holiday i mean the next next point in the interview that we had was like they were going to fly us up to new york and we were well keen on that for a free trip even if it didn't go anywhere i was not saying i wouldn't have i'm just saying in my heart of hearts i know that it was something that would have i don't know you didn't have joel by then did you yeah uh yeah yeah Yeah, it was only a couple of years ago that's that's an element as well you know it's like yeah how much commitment would that have been in practice it's you know when you think about it beforehand you're just like yeah yeah that would definitely happen but in practice like yeah so it's a big ask to leave joel for like six months to go to america or something i don't think they would have done it for six i reckon they would have smashed it out we'd have been worked to the bone and got paid peanuts i reckon they'd be like right you gotta do it in two months like yeah. travel the whole of America and act like get up every day, shuck and jive in front of the camera and yeah. put on your big smiley cha cha chas. I think we would have been treated like dogs. <laughs> like kind of you you should be thankful to be a sort of attitude. Yeah, I think it either would have been one of two things. Either they would have put some money into it and we could have done like a one off thing, uh maybe in America and it, yeah, it wouldn't necessarily be very good. Or they would have done like a real cheap thing over here. Oh, I don't think they would have done it over here. I don't know. I think the the route they were going down was more of like a travel show of us. I don't know if we're allowed how much we're allowed to say. I don't know if we're allowed to say what channel they was was approaching it or whatever. Fuck it, it was Discovery. Well, how long was it that we were supposed to keep quiet for? Was it Discovery? Yes, it was Discovery. Yeah. I've seen some of the stuff on Discovery and I'm not that worried. It's not what it used to be. It used to have quite a good reputation. No, but you saw you saw the shows that were affiliated with that production company. Imagine us being in those shows. Yeah, I know. I don't think we're I don't think we have it in us to be false enough to sell those sort of shows. No. I don't think that we We're too real, man. Have those aspirations. No, not at all. Like, no part of me has ever like aspired to television. It's weird. No, absolutely not. That's why it was weird when it was like people approached us for it. I was like, okay, I've never sought this in my life. And it was a time, yeah. a short time, where I was like, oh, this is actually 
happening. Like there was a short window where it seemed very likely to be happening, like more likely than not. And then it fizzled. Yeah. Do you know what made, I think might have made it fizzle? The second, um, online interview we had. And I just completely shut down halfway through because I got the giggles and was trying to hide it. <laughs> Because I had seen in the corner of Tiss's spare room a copy of Sega Mass Fishing. <laughs> <laughs> a copy of what? Sega Mass Fishing for the Dreamcast. Oh, I don't. I don't remember that. I don't remember you getting the giggles. Well, you probably just remember me shutting down. I didn't say anything because I nearly... What happened was, you know when your brain links two things stupidly? In the middle of the thing, I was about to make like a joke, like a pun about what we were talking about, but relating to Sega Bass right. Fishing, as if, like, <laughs> our interviewer could also see it. <laughs> and when I stopped myself from doing it, I, like, shut down, because I was almost like, my brain was going, what are you thinking? Why would you make a Sega Bass Fishing pun? That is brilliant! You're going to make a Sega Bass Fishing pun. Well, you may as well tell us now what the pun was going to be. That is brilliant. I don't remember. I don't remember. I just oh. remember. I don't remember. I just remember like shutting down at the thought of like bringing up Sega Bass Fishing. Big mouth, Philly Bass. Or something. <laughs> you could have asked her if she was really hooked by our uh, vibe or something like that. Uh, seeing, seeing if our conversation was really reeling her in. Oh God. You, are you having uh, a good time? You, I don't know. That's a great game, by the way. That's a great game. Oh, it's amazing. We'd love, we'd love to come <laughs> to America. It's a really great place. God, <laughs> I mean, there's not much in this world worse than fish puns, and uh, now we're just doing them. <laughs> terrible. It's all right. I'm finished now. <laughs> don't flounder. I'm not joining oh, in. <laughs> So that might be something that knocked the nail on the head when she was just like, these guys are weird. <laughs> uh, but how would it have changed our lives? I don't know. I don't think we would... Would we still be doing the podcast? Probably not. But probably we would have had to stop the podcast. It probably would have been in our contract to stop it. And then we would have done this show. It wouldn't have got picked up for another series and we'd be kind of like really jaded on the whole thing and that would be our lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think much. it would have changed very much. No. I probably wouldn't have gone to university. We would have literally done something. They would have realised they've got the wrong people after funding a series, and then we'd have the experience to look after. <laughs> yeah, let's face it, it would have been a short-lived thing that was fun to do, but the chances of it being like a serious thing that was... Ne- none of us yeah, are like actors, really. I think that it would have obviously... No. Speak yeah, for yourself. Me and B for both drama students at school. Yeah, speak for yourself, mate. I think the big, fi- the biggest thing it could have done is like I reckon Bob could have uh, got into like TV sound stuff. You would have probably spoke oh, to someone. I could, oh, about that's a it, good. You know? Yeah, I could have been like behind- <laughs> I would have been the annoying guy, like hanging out I think with the editor. Bob was the one with the most to to gain from the experience. To be honest, me and B for set in stone with what we're I doing. think I would have just annoyed him. So what are you doing over here? Do a bit of editing, are you? Yeah, yeah. I do a little bit of that. And they're just yeah, like, oh, yeah. leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, literally. Uh, but yeah, yeah, not a lot. Um, so yeah, yeah, I don't... I think I think any changes would have actually been negative. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Mm. Probably. So, uh, next message. Faye uh, loves the tangents. Yeah. Loves the tangents. Uh, just you guys chatting about all kinds of topics and tales that are odd. Just more of that. More weird stuff and um, keep the tangents. I mean, I had no plan on actually 
getting rid of the tangents, uh, but it's nice to hear that people no. actually enjoy them. Yeah, exactly. It's nice to know they're not putting anyone off. No. I mean, the people, it's like Emma said when she was on, the people who have been put off by that stuff are long gone. Yeah. Yeah, they would have stopped listening like years ago. Yeah. Especially that guy that used to bother us on Facebook. Do you remember? Oh my God, I forgot about him. The fucking long yeah. essays about how we're wrong. I was like, stop listening then, man. <laughs> he must have stopped listening. Yes. Unless yeah. he is still listening. Get in touch if you are. He'll bother He'll be bothering someone else. He's like one of those, like, um, he can't help himself but to correct people. Yes. Yeah. Okay, whatever makes you feel good, man. But we didn't ever really bite on it, so no. <laughs> he probably moved on somewhere else. Catherine says, love the tangents. That's another plus one for the tangents. Um, glad to see more revisited episodes. They're always a great listen. Catherine, there is another one. Actually, the next episode that's going to be released is a revisited, almost like a little mini epilogue to the season of skepticism. It's a, a fun topic. Uh, and would love to see an episode on urban legends and myths. That's something we've thought about for a while, actually. So thanks, Catherine. Um, so Mahir says, in general, I think the pod is still great. Still my favourite. Thanks, Mahir. Uh, I definitely don't want you to cut out any of the tangents and the off-topic talk. It's the best part. Uh, Topic-wise, I think definitely more juicy conspiracy theories, uh, more listener stories, and more cryptids. Mm. Um, oh, and then he sent a follow-up message. And COVID situation permitting, I'd love to hear more Weird Tales investigates in outside locations. So another plus one for that. I remember you guys mentioning on one of your earlier episodes about visiting the ancient Ram Inn and the Bolly Rectory, to name a few. Outside mm-hmm. investigation apps are surely an option. Yeah, I mean, me and Rick did the investigation of the Devil's Bridge as well, and that was fun. They're really fun to do. It's just arranging ourselves. Hmm. And the ancient ram was because it was close to Danny, wasn't it? And I think the guy who actually was the guy who used to live there that used to let you in and have a look around that, I think he's dead now. Oh. So we'd just drive there and not be allowed in the building and be like, well, there it is. <laughs> short trip. <laughs> It'd be a really long trip for a short episode. <laughs> uh, but Borley Rectory, yeah, I, bit... still, I still would like to do it at some point. I think that'd be fun. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Even though I think that place has burnt down, I don't think you can actually <laughs> go in that either. Yeah, it'd be fun to do. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good fun. That would be probably a, a more likely episode, wouldn't it? Well, when when we're together, maybe we'll plan about something. I mean, I'm down next month. I don't know when you guys are around the Buckinghamshire area. I'm always around. I'm down uh Wait, are we September weekend. now? We're September September. Still. Right. Halloween weekend. Yeah. I'm down Halloween weekend. Um, Ooh. I've got a birthday party on the Saturday. Yeah. But what are you, when? how long are you down for? Like Friday or Sunday? I don't know. I got invited today to a party. What day? I don't know. I need to find out. It was literally just like, having a party Halloween weekend, come along. And I didn't, I haven't responded. So. Right, yeah, yeah. I need to find out more information. So potentially we could do something fun. We talked about how going to the Hellfire Caves. Hellfire Caves are fun. Hellfire Caves is... In High Wycombe. Okay, cool. Nice. Yeah, that's a fun trip. We can get a cream tea there, walk through the little museum bit and uh, go down to the cave. That can make a fun episode about that. Um, or Clop Hill or Borley. Borley's not that mm. far. Or we could finally go into London and do the episode if we've got more oh, time. That'd be fun. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's plenty awesome. of stuff that I'd like to do. Yeah. And uh, maybe we'll try and arrange some of that when we're all in the same place at once 
in the future because I think they're fun to do. It's fun to do those stuff together and the listeners like listening to them. So it's kind of like a no-brainer. And also, listeners, this is us saying there's not going to be a Halloween campfire this year because we haven't arranged it. And it's like <laughs> a few weeks till Halloween. There's no way it's going to get arranged in time. Yeah. Um, so maybe next year for the Halloween campfire, maybe we'll do something else this year uh, for yeah. like a November release. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Um, so Sean, this is Sean Torrance. He's been on the show. Um, tangents need to stay. Agreed. And I would love you guys to do a road trip together. Literally, what I was just talking about. Even if it's just UK one, maybe visiting famous weird places. Oh, like a full-on holiday road trip, like pulling in different places. Yeah, that'd be fun. Be it fun. would also involve us taking time off work. And um, I'll be yeah. cool with that. Money. It would be fun. We have talked about doing another Weird Tales trip before. Maybe if we can't get abroad, we could just do a UK road trip of hotspots. A UK one would be great. Yeah. We'll hire That'd be really hire fun. a big, like, big van. A big spooky camper van. that we sleep in. Mystery machine. The mystery machine. <laughs> <laughs> That's not spooky. It's got a flower on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that'd be good. We could do that. Yeah, I'd like to do that. I'd like to do that. There's lots of things I'd like to do. Um, yeah, time and money. So what we've got, Jeff. Jeff, definitely need to keep the tangents. Everyone wants these tangents. Um, some more on-location stuff would be awesome. So that people do like this outside recording stuff. Um, another Christmas special with some more coin in the pudding. <laughs> <laughs> coin in the pudding. Oh, I had an idea for another coin in the pudding. Maybe I will put that together. Jeff, you've, you've rung my bell. I rung my, my festive bell on that one. I had another idea for that so yeah I'll try and dig that I really out. want to eat Christmas pudding now that's really I love me Christmas the taste pudding. of Christmas pudding oh, yeah. it's in the shops now I saw some mince pies in the shop the other day so it's coming fuck mm-hmm. off holidays oh, are coming collection boxes are out it's, yeah it's nearly October it's not long we've got like less than 10 days now I'm getting emails about buying beer advent calendars Jesus In fact, it's like this time next week, it's October, isn't it? Yeah. So Yeah. Uh, is it this time next week? Nearly, nearly. Week, week and a day. So, yeah. Uh, Jeff also says uh, more ghost stories and cryptids as well. People love them cryptids. Um, it's sort of my domain. Mm. I need to pull my finger out on some more of them cryptids. Yeah, come on, sort it out. We've done most of the big ones, though, haven't we? Yeah, but then I like pulling out the weird ones. Like when I did Goatman. Yeah. I didn't know much about that, but that was a really fun episode. Yeah. Um, and then I've got, I think I've got oh, a couple more on Twitter, actually. Uh, Luke, I love everything, but it's always nice to hear those spooky listener stories and ghost stories. Um, all in all, keep it up. I'm loving every angle you hit us with. Thanks, Luke. You're welcome. And then, fine. I've got one more on Twitter. Um, this is Casapia. My favorite show. Definitely keep tangents as it's where the personality and authenticity of the show springs from. Uh, more specialist guest interviews, like the Reverend from the Fear episode. Oh, uh, Peter Laws. Yeah, that was fun. That's a, a deep pull. That's from a few years ago. That was really good. Um, yeah. Those we don't do many of those proper interviews. That might be the most official interview we ever did. <laughs> yeah, we did. Um... And Tiss wasn't even there. He just texted in while we were there. It was like Peter Tiss asks this. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that was fun. We went to his house. Yeah, and obviously we did. We spoke to Andy and Keith. Oh years yeah, ago yeah, as well. yeah. Way early on at the beginning. Oh, we did Silo. We did the magic one. So we've done a few of the interviews. Yeah. They are really fun to do. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we can um, 
do some more of those. And I suppose like Tarot, like, oh, we yeah, did, yeah, like yeah, speaking yeah, with Nikki yeah. and so we've done we have done a few. Maybe we could do a couple more and like have a little research, have a little think about who we could speak to. Yeah. I mean last week we had Zara on, it was almost like an interview, but it was more of a like an interview discussion hybrid. But yeah, they are fun. It's harder to do yeah. online. I used to I like doing them more when we can be face to face with the person because we get better yeah. interaction with them. Like, I think all the ones we've done that are like proper interviews have always been in the same room as the people. So Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's you feed off their energy a bit easier, but it's always good to get a guest. Yeah, yeah. And and the discussion episodes are always popular, and we always make sure we get a guest for those. Um, but yeah, Caspia continues, uh, love the listener stories, location investigations, Halloween campfires, more spooky and weird stuff. So yeah, the same stuff keeps coming up. People love the listener stories, weird news has come up a few times, uh, the outside recordings, like, yeah, cool. It's good to know the stuff that people want to hear. Yes, totally. And I think we can do that stuff, leave the tangents, all that stuff. I think so. More tangents. Less research for us, the more tangents. Weird tangents and the unexplainable. Only tangents. Yeah, we'll just cut all the weird talk. It'll just be tangents. (laughs) I've got a tangent. Someone uh, at the festival I went to um, who was camping next to us, our friend Matt, uh, fell asleep in his tent face first with his ass out of the door <laughs> I've got to show you guys the photo because it I'm looks so happy. it looks genuinely photoshopped I'm so happy with Tiss's segue there I've got a tangent <laughs> <laughs> look at this we've never just announced and now for a tangent <laughs> they're normally natural the listeners asked for it quite a few times, so I thought I must oblige. And and once again, so we're just about to see a picture of his ass, I'm guessing, and it's on a audio media. So yeah, it's not going to translate. It's just going to be our reaction, girl. That's an ass. <laughs> no, no one's going to no one's going to see the photo, but they get your live reaction to it. Unless I make that the image for this episode on social media. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't do that. Screenshot. Screenshot. Oh, God. That's so funny. Have you seen it? Do you know? Where is it? Have you it's seen on it? Signal. No. Yeah, Signal. Oh, right. I was oh, waiting for it to come okay. from the screen. Let's have a look at you. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. It's just an he's not, he's not asleep. Tis, he's not asleep. He's asleep. He's totally so asleep. No. Listeners, it's exactly what you imagine. It's a tent of a bare ass poking out of it. <laughs> it. It actually oh. looks like he's pulling a Mooney. That's what it looks like. Yeah. He. He's totally asleep. It is precisely what you described. I thought you meant that, like, a cheeky bit of ass was poking out of the zip. Like, you'd have to look through the zip to see, no, like, no. way His at the back of the ass. tent. So I got out the t- I was I was in my tent, and Tim, my friend Tim was laughing hysterically. Um, and this is, like, just probably about to go to the toilet and go to bed. And I've got out of the tent, and I'm not joking, I... I wet myself like so hard, like just hit in hysterics. <laughs> I'm not joking. I wet so... myself. <laughs> it was fucking that's hilarious. The, that's the clip I'm putting at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> um, but that that's not where the story ends, actually. All right. Um, so from the toilet, from our from our tent to the toilet, 
Tim's proceeded to distribute the photo through the crowd. Anyone who sees us laughing and wondering why we're laughing, he's shown it to. And they're all just like laughing. So there's this whole chain of laughter so going viral. through the campsite. <laughs> oh my God, it is so ridiculous, so childish. Um, and then at the toilet block, a group of people, <laughs> Tim had... Uh, sort of a wooed from the toilets with the photo and followed <laughs> us back <laughs> to try and see it. Oh my God. <laughs> to see the real deal in person. You know what? I'm just so happy it's that so this funny. is like all chipper and laughing because when we started this, he was dying, really long day, <laughs> hating work, really down. And we got. I said, we'll get you smiling. And we really that, have. That story makes me smile every day because it is just so ridiculous. I mean, I'm just, yeah, I'm loving how happy it made you. The fact yeah. that we, we got lost in our campsite for 15 minutes and these people carried on following us back to our campsite to see <laughs> sight. Oh, God. it's Love so it. ridiculous. So, um, that's where I'm going to put the, the adverts this week. <laughs> <laughs> It's such a good, perfect stopping point. Um, so yeah, so that's the show going forward. I think. I think one, mm. now we've had this break. When we come back, we're going to come back revitalized. I think we're going to dip into some stuff that we just find fun and know the listeners want to hear it, and we're going to be happy to be tangential. Um, in terms of us as people going forward, not related to the pod. Don't know. Just live our lives, eh? Yeah. Yeah. What have you taken? So I suppose. Um. Yeah, Zara asked some good questions last week, mm. uh, and Emma brought some things up, and so did Rick. Like, I, I don't know. Would you guys say there's one thing that you, um, I don't know, not want to work on, but like sometimes you just breathe through life without any kind of like assessment or thinking about where you are, and just, um. I don't know, not a goal to work towards, but... Well, I've always got a goal to work towards because I have an endless checklist. It's like, what needs editing? Yeah. What needs uploading? What needs studying? You've got too many goals. What, what is the next thing of my that I need to hand in for my university? What's the next thing I need to read for my university? Where am I tomorrow working? I work in a different place every day for my job. So my life is a checklist. Recently, I've been thinking about how to incorporate cornflake milk into bakery items that I can cook at home. That's what I've been thinking about lately. So simple. The two ex- two extremes. Yeah. I, I, I was like, I need to lighten my load. Um, I really like very serious mm. to our cornflake milk. I want to make some sort of like, because you told me of the place in Leeds makes it cornflake milk with their donuts, isn't it? They make the the cream. They make Berliner cream donuts with uh, cereal milk. Yeah, yeah. That I need to try and find some use for that because that is amazing. Cornflake milk cream. Shout out to uh, Doha in Leeds, best donuts in the sea. Apart from they're not vegan, get a vegan donut. Shout out to Doha, get a vegan donut. Yes. <laughs> Go get to vegan and get disappointed. <laughs> 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 V-cut how was, your, how was your cookie at North Star? That was vegan Shout out to North Star Coffee Leeds Best coffee in the city 
uh, that was amazing. North Star. And the coffee is actually amazing. The coffee uh, that I brought back genuinely yep. tasted like what the thing they said it would taste like on the notes, which never happens. Great. It's milk chocolate. Um, hmm, that's awesome. Thanks, Acast, cause all our, and listeners, because all our advertising money, we all went out for a nice uh, breakfast together, paid for, for Weird Tales. Uh, yeah. When the boys are up in Leeds. Mm. Hell yeah. But if you've got some big changes going forward, because you're going to be a daddy again. Yeah. Yeah, so at the end of the year, there'll be a baby. Do you feel more prepared for this one? Does it not feel like as scary? Like, as you, you know what to expect? Uh, I feel more prepared and less prepared. Mm-hmm. We got a girl this time, so, so it's different. Rachel's laughing and it, Rachel's working on her masters behind me and she's <laughs> laughing. So I feel more prepared because it's the last time, obviously, you've got no idea. There's nothing in your life to like compare it to. There's nothing to like as soon as Joel was born, it was like this instant just like I don't know. It was really weird. It was almost like. Um, experiencing something I'd never experienced before. Which, when you're an adult, you're like, I've experienced everything yeah. that there is to experience in life. Like you've you've experienced most things. Yeah, so, every position on top and underneath. Yeah, and you can't, <laughs> and you can't imagine it. You just can't. There's nothing to liken it to. Like having a having a child, you can't really prepare for it. So I feel now I'm like, oh, that again. Um, but I know that it'll be just as mind blowing the second time. I guess like it's of course like the you're gonna be chasing that high. Yeah, well, it's going to the scans. I thought, oh, I know this. We've done this before, and it was like going for the first time again. It was just as exciting, just as amazing. So yeah, it's a new person. Um, but but I suppose we know what to do with the baby now. Yeah, like you, we went to all the courses, and then we were still like, "What are we supposed to do with this little baby?" Yeah, you learn for experience, and you've got a bit of that now. Yeah, so yeah, so it feels like we're like, "Oh yeah, that," and we recognise like I remember being really like just amazed at how selfish I was. Like all of a sudden, you're like, "Oh, I can't sleep anymore," and. <laughs> Or just like you, you just get used to Joel sleeping, and then he'd have a sleep regression, and then oh, so now we're just not going to sleep for like three weeks. Brilliant. So I suppose now I know that's going to happen again. I'm more like, okay, that's fine, and you know it's temporary. Like uh, in the moment, you're like, this is awful. This is my life. This now. is absolutely dreadful. This is my life forever. Now I'm never going to sleep again. <laughs> uh, but that's but obviously like you're sleep deprived and your emotions are a wreck. So now you're like, okay, Describing that's me. fine. It was temporary. It didn't last forever. It's fine. So it's a bit of both, but it'll be exciting. It just feels like it's going quickly. Like all of a sudden, there's um, yeah, definitely a baby coming. Cool. I look forward to meeting her. So yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah Tiff, are you still so are you still think you've not met joel Tiff has definitely met joel no I've, I've i've met joel i've met joel for sure i'm i'm certain like the last time we recorded you were like yeah i need to meet him no no i need to see him since like a, like a long time for sure he is not right he's not right. been like he is uh, you might be conflating when we saw jibs who was oh, like, oh, yeah, I need to meet him. Because Jibs had never met him because he's oh, been in Italy. maybe. Yeah, sorry. Maybe I'm mistaken. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Because I was right, like, no, I remember right. that conversation. No, I think oh, I think that was Jibs who said yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, you're right, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. 
Um, yeah. Because yeah, no, I was going to say, I've definitely been in the same place as Tiss and Joel. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I was just getting confused. Um, I just stayed clear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so big changes for Beefy. Big changes. Yeah. Big changes. Changes. Yeah. changes. For me, it's just carrying on studying. Carrying on studying, mm. carrying on working, carrying on trying to get a mortgage, which I've been trying to do for 10 years, but no one will give me one. Um, carry on. I mean, not. Can you imagine yourself graduating? Can you picture it? No, it feels absolutely endless right now. <laughs> it feels <laughs> yeah. unachievable. It's insane. I'm not even halfway through. Um, seven years of studying, everyone. Everyone keeps saying to me, how long have you got left then? I'm like, four years. They're like, well, you, how long have you been going for? Three years. Yes, it's a seven-year course. It's long. Mm. Um, it's hard. Language degrees are really hard. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I'm getting on. Um, I mean, not to be too much of a downer, but I suppose you can see it as a positive. I think um, I keep saying it. I am definitely going to be... Um, sorting myself out a little bit soon i'm going to be getting some therapy soon i've been looking into that because um i gotta sort my brain out i've really got to sort it out it's um it's getting it's just getting hampering with my life and um that's just something i need to Mm. do and i i know i've need to do it for a long time and you know now i'm having other people telling me it's what i need to do so i'm like okay cool if other people are seeing this is what i need to do i really should have done that before other people told me to um so yeah that's something i'll be sorting out in the near future, hopefully. And that's not a downer, is it? That's really that's positive. good. That's positive. I, yeah, like I, I see it as a positive. At the moment, I see it as a positive because I feel okay. I'm kind mm. of on and up. Um, if I think about like, oh, I need to get therapy when I'm in a down, it makes me feel like, oh, I'm pathetic. I need therapy. Mm. And then you feel down on yourself mm. or even thinking you need help from other people. But that's just, um, that's broken brains for you. What what type of therapy are you going for? Um... I don't know. I don't know what they do. <laughs> I just know that I need to go and see someone who can fix me a little bit. Yeah, or help yeah. me understand a little bit. I don't know. Man, um, REBT is great. I've, there's a, there's a good place in Leeds that has really good uh, reviews and everything that I'm going to go check out soon. So. Hmm. Yeah, you might find trying like a couple of different things, like you'll find something that works. Yeah, I think this place you go there and you talk to them and they have a lot of different people that work there and they'll sort of pair you up with someone who will um, hopefully be beneficial okay. to you. So I don't think they're cheap though, but you know, we'll see. Well, let's be honest, I think it's like all of us have expressed we've had, you know, issues with mental health yeah, over for the sure. years and, and it's like, probably, I think probably everyone does. be a good thing for all of us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. it's something that like everyone, I think every, anyone could benefit from it. Um, yeah. I was talking to uh, someone at work today and they were saying how uh, like the last six or seven years has just been really crazy mm-hmm. and the world has changed a lot and we've seen a lot and, you know, we're definitely not the same people that we were before. Um, and yeah, it's it would be... I think we were talking about like in the context of kids and how kids have been affected over the last 18 months and we probably won't see the the effects of that for another like mm. 10 years like eventually it will just like come out this mess of mental health issues like it's coming out now but I think it will get worse over time it's like 
So, yeah, all this, you know, I think it's more important to focus on our well-being and, you know, work's good, we need to pay our bills, but equally we need to think about mental health. And, you know, I think that's really good that we are um, donating to mental health charities this time around. That's really important. Yeah, yeah, I did the research for that. So we'll talk about that at the end as well. I did some research, um, at least for for this series, we're going to do mental health again next series. But I, I, I didn't want to just give it to, like, the big, big names we've all heard of i was trying to dig in and find some mm. that were doing good stuff but we'll talk about that at the end yeah it's interesting to talk about like everyone's this sort of um a lot of people were feeling the effects of the last couple of years and stuff like that it was really weird i think i said this on the show before but for me the healthiest year i had in terms of my brain not just like eating itself was 2020 for the last decade it was like the best i felt mm. because it was like the world was so mad that it was out of my control and I was just like completely relaxed. I was like, cool, there's nothing I can do about this. Yeah. I not felt not under pressure. I can't fix a pandemic. Cool. I'm just going to sit back and replay the Dark Souls trilogy. <laughs> and, um, I just, I just felt not pressured, not stressed. I felt incredibly calm for that entire year. Weirdly, it was like the healthiest year I had. Um, uh, but that's, um, our mm. weird, weird brains. So I've got, um, one more email I want to read here, which is one I've been sitting on for a while, but I thought it would be perfect for this episode because um, it is a little bit about how um, skepticism can affect, like a bad experience can change your perception of something and change how skeptical you are about mm. a thing. And this is actually about someone's faith, which is something that we talk about a lot on this show, faith. Mm. Um, and this is about how like his negative experience was with... Uh, the religion he used to follow used to there we go um affected his relationship with faith in total right and um can it made it so for him thinking of religion only has negative connotations because of the bad experience he had and that's like a different form of skepticism it's like um skeptical about whole belief about belief in general not just like one belief system so um and it, mm. i checked with him if he was all right for me to share this i put a bit of an email back and forth um and i won't use his full name just in case he doesn't want me to but this is um an email i got from paul so he had said initially that you know he used to be a jehovah's witness and we had mentioned it on an early episode i can't remember what we said about it good or bad but we we brought it up and um and uh, I asked him about his experiences of it and stuff and why he was ex-Jehovah's Witness. So he sent this email. I feel as though my experiences with the Jehovah's Witness faith has damaged any faith that I now have in a loving God. I have a hard time reconciling things that I've read in the Bible with a God that truly cares. So meaty start to an email. Um, as far as reasons for leaving, they're numerous. Uh, they have a very hateful view of homosexuality, which I hate as two of my best friends are one, uh, one of the happiest married couples that I know. The way they shun former members who have been disfellowshipped is so unscriptural and has resulted in many suicides and blood is definitely on the hands of the Watchtower Society. The Bible says many times that God doesn't change, yet the constant doctrinal changes within made me sure that they do not have the truth, as they're so fond of saying. One of the most glaring instances of them changing dates or doctrine to support their viewpoint is that uh, they claim the destruction of Jerusalem was in 607 BC, despite it being widely known that it was in fact 587 BC. Uh, they use this made-up date to support their view that Christ was enthroned in heaven in 1914. One of the final nails in the coffin for me was 
numerous investigations into child sexual exploitation and the shocking way that they handled it and continue to handle it. Um, I'll skip ahead a little bit. So, uh, sorry for a long email. Uh, all this is just off the top of my head. There's so much more, including their damaging policies regarding blood transfusions. They claim to be true Christians, but in my opinion and the opinion of many people, they're a cult posing as a loving sect of Christianity. So, oof. Um, juicy email. And like I said, I checked that he was okay with mm. me sharing it. And it was interesting to hear someone. We talk about faith a lot on the show, but we've never really brought up people who have had like a strong faith and grown up in a religion and completely um, turned away from it. And when Zara mentioned that she she was brought up Muslim or whatever and then it, it had to sort of moved away from it as she got older, it made me remember that email from Paul um, that we'd had mm. a few months ago. So I just thought it was kind of on the topic of skepticism and belief and, and faith and all that stuff. And um, it was interesting how he had this negative experience with the faith that he was raised in that became so negative for all the reasons that he said, again, that's his opinion, the, the stuff he said, um, that it turned, it made him turn away from faith as a whole, as a concept. It felt like he couldn't mm. ever prescribe to a faith again after that. So yeah, how negative ex- experiences can have an effect on people. Yeah. But I thought you might find that interesting beef. Yeah, absolutely. It's unfortunately I've, I've heard stories, um, similar to Paul's, um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think, unfortunately, it's yeah, it's it's the case. To, you know, people do experience, do have quite negative experience of of faith, um, and I think, unfortunately, it's down to, um, it's it's people, isn't it? And yeah. at the centre, it's 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 people, and and people can be pretty shitty at times, yeah. and just because they have a faith doesn't mean they're not going to be shitty people. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the time it's uh, trying to understand, um, you know, giving people grace and, you know, a chance for a second chance. And oh, because ultimately at the center of Christianity is forgiveness. And, yeah, yeah. You know, the Bible talks about that. So it's, but it's, you know, some of the times, you know, I've heard stories of, things that people have done or churches that have been at the center of some scandal which is just so ridiculous that you can't help but just feel complete um like yeah like listening to Paul's experience I'm like yeah I think I probably would have lost my faith as well that sounds really Mm -hmm. difficult um but yeah the the blood transfusion stuff is yeah it wasn't just one thing it felt like for him there was there's a whole stack of stuff just Incident after incident after incident. If that piles up on your or one thing after another, you are going to question what you've been yeah. led to believe. So yeah, definitely. I mean, it, it, I was. I think the definitely with the homosexuality stuff. I think you know when you read the Gospels, there's pretty much only one thing Jesus talks about, and that's the poor. Mm-hmm. Um, there's pr- a lot of what he speaks about, um, and doesn't say anything about homosexuality at all so at some point you've got to think well you know is the church worrying about this more than jesus himself did um you know that's just that's just my own thinking um and yeah it's a real shame it's a real i really do feel for paul that he's had that kind of experience and i know he's not alone 
Um, so yeah, are you can hear me like tiptoeing yeah. it around a little bit because I don't know anything about Jehovah's Witness. That's why, why he emailed in the first place because I probably said something really ignorant about Jehovah's Witnesses on, on the original episode because <laughs> I don't remember well, even mentioning it, it. In the same way that he's had a really negative experience, there'll be tons of people out there that have been Jehovah's Witnesses for years. And, That's it, and it's it's their identity. That's so. what I was saying. It was his experience. He had a bad experience, and this is why. Yeah. And it's interesting how that you know can affect your belief and faith and skepticism and all that yeah. stuff. Um, in the same way that Zara mentioned last week that she's, you know, had issues with delusions and people that have been involved in faith and, and it's been like it's made them delusional, delusional yeah, yeah, yeah. about lots of things. And For sure. That's never been anything I've experienced or anyone I know has yeah. experienced that. But so. Yeah. Unfortunately, like almost anything like people's religious faith can be used in a manipulative way um, and yeah used negatively just like Mm. everything can as we live in a world with bad people yeah so yeah sorry that's a bit of a downer no no not at all uh, I thought it was interesting and it's relevant I wanted to get it in this series and uh, the talk with Zara last week reminded me so uh, I wanted Mm. to get it in so is there anything you guys want to say else about the future of us and the show and yeah, anything. I don't think so. <laughs> Do you want me to leave that long, long, long pause there? <laughs> yeah, go on then. And that one. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that one. Right, let's start winding down. Yeah. I knew this would be a shorter one. That's fine. So this is, uh, we'll start wrapping up. I say a shorter one. This is like the length of a normal Weird Tales episode. It's just the others have been mm. so long this series. Mm. Um, so first of all, thanks to Rick and Emma and Zara for being our guests on this series. It's been really great to have you on and you all brought different stuff to the table. Yeah, it's been amazing. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Yeah, each episode was so different and everyone brought a completely different perspective and different thinking and different questions. So it was really good. Thank you very much. Yeah, excellent. Uh, Listener of the week. The last ever Listener of the Week before next time we start Question of the Week. And I've had a few questions, uh, like nice real quick fire questions like what's your favourite this? What do you like to do when you do this? Where do you like to go when you do this? Just real snappy quick fire questions to give us a fine little tangent at the end of the episodes. That'll be starting next series. I've got a couple of them already. Send them in for the final ever Listener of the Week. Uh, he, I read one of his comments earlier in this episode actually, but purely because he messaged me this week and saying, oh, I can't believe you're stopping listening of the week. And I said, yeah, I mentioned it a while back, you know, running down. He said, oh, I'm gutted. I'll never, I've missed my chance now. No, you haven't. You got in and just because you thought you'd missed your chance, Wesley Lyons, listener of the week. Thank you. Listener of the week. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> you have not missed your chance. Sometimes those puppy dog eyes do work on me. The hard done by for once. The squeaky wheel gets oiled. Yeah, I think I bet Anderson was sitting there thinking, finally, listen to the week, I'm going to finally get it on the last ever one. Never. No, never Anderson. <laughs> I, like, I like the way he's just become Anderson. Yeah. Never Anders. <laughs> Mr. Anderson, like in the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but Mr. Yeah, Anderson. Not, not Anthony Anderson. Where's Lyons? Thank you for listening. You didn't miss your chance. Uh, final ever listener of the week. And next time, everyone bring some questions, send us some questions in the break. Um, charity stuff. Let me get my information up here. Um, 
I mean, you guys can veto this, but once you hear it, you probably won't because it'd be a really shitty no. thing to do. Uh, so I don't know if you guys have ever heard of uh, Grassroots. Don't think no. so. So they are a charity that is dedicated to suicide prevention. Awesome. So I don't know if you guys want to veto that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you'd have to have some pretty big balls to do that. <laughs> I'd almost respect you. Uh, but yeah, Grassroots is a UK leader in suicide prevention. Uh, they help to create safe spaces in communities for life-saving conversations about suicide, uh, support people to develop the skills and confidence needed to save lives. And in the last couple of years, they actually developed an app, the Stay Alive app in 2019. Um, Amazing. Which in that year alone exceeded over a hundred thousand downloads it's an app to sort of maintain your mental well-being and and keep positive thoughts and, and track this that and the other and that's been really popular and they do loads of really great stuff so uh grassroots suicide pre- prevention we will be uh giving the charity money from this run our advertising money from this run towards um and we'll be giving it to another mental health charity next time. So if there's any particular that listeners want to mention, let me know. Um, I've got a few in mind already, but yeah, it's, it's really hard to choose. But uh, this I did a little bit digging into these guys and uh, they're doing some really good stuff. So yeah, uh, Grassroots Suicide Prevention, you've got our money this time. We'll be sending that your way very soon. Amazing. That's great. And finally, I'm trying to fucking get through my notes here. No, I think that's it. I think uh, that's it. So thanks everyone. Um, quickly if you want, do want to send those questions if you do want to do anything if there's any suggestions you want for stuff going forward uh, the email is wtatupod at gmail.com or you can contact through weirdtales and theunexplainable.com there's a contact button on there that'll go to the same email address um, or you can find us on social media we don't really use it but if you find us on there we will respond to you uh, well me and B for at least this isn't actually on there at all um and uh, where can you find our Twitters? Go on weirdtalesandtheunexplainable.com. The Twitter handles are there. The Facebook page is there. The link to Public to buy merch is there. Uh, ways to donate monetarily is there. If you want to listen to other stuff I do, you go to my website. It's bobshoy.com, B-O-B-S-H-O-Y.com. Uh, you can support my time researching and editing this as well as the other podcasts that I mentioned on there at bobshoy, uh, no, sorry, at patreon.com slash bobshoy. And that's it. That's all that stuff. Um, you know all that stuff already anyway. Leave a rating review. We never ask, uh, but do that. Give us a few boosts on uh, every wherever you listen on, and uh, tell some friends about the show. That'd be nice. Yeah, Tiss, you look like you're primed to say something. No, oh, you're like leaning <laughs> into the mic. I was like, he's waiting. He did, didn't he? He no, went right in. I was thinking no. we're gonna we're gonna get some Tiss wisdom. He's waiting to say goodbye because he wants to go to bed. Is what it is. Um, <laughs> Finally, okay, I've got one more one more thing to say. I don't I used to do this a lot and I just something I lost track of. Sometimes we used to play listeners' music at the end of the episodes. And I had a few people like fairly recently saying, Oh, are you still doing that? I'm in a band, this and the other. The answer is sometimes when I remember. <laughs> uh, but I was reminded when I was going for the emails looking for Paul's emails, I was reminded of um band uh, Constant Waves. A uh, guy from the band Constant Waves emailed us uh, to say, use one of my songs if you still do it. And now I feel bad because I can't remember the guy's name. It is Jake. 
Here we go. Jake from Constant Waves. Jake, I didn't uh, respond saying I'll actually do it, but this is going to be a nice surprise for you when you listen. I'm going to put a Constant Waves track at the end of this episode. So guys, go and check them out. They're on Bandcamp. That's Constant Waves. It's like um, it's a uh, sort of instrumental rock, sort of math rocky instrumental stuff. It's pretty cool. Sweet. Sweet. So um, yeah, thanks for listening and uh, your music will be coming any second now because we're done and we love you and goodbye. And um, Bye. See you later. Bye 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 bye. Bye 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 bye. Let's do it. Right. Um, Tiss, you can introduce the show. You haven't done it this series. No. Ah! Try, to, try to wake him up. I'm trying to get you shushed Tiss, up from the got... get-go. It might be the only thing we get out of you this episode. All right. Tiss, have you... Well, I don't know. I don't know about the only thing we'll get out of him this episode. Have you got pants on? I've got pants. Oh, thank fuck. Because it's getting trousers. dangerous. I've got full trousers. All right. So just the last time you were in your robe, you showed us all your willy. Yeah. So <laughs> I definitely did not. It's been absolutely exaggerated that.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. 